0: Crystal skulls are human skull hardstone carvings made of clear or milky white quartz, claimed to be pre-Columbian Mesoamerican artefacts by their alleged finders. Some individuals believe in the paranormal claim that crystal skulls have healing properties and that they were created by advanced extraterrestrials who visited Earth in ancient times. Join myself and Neil here on Aliens Explored as we put our heads together to try to get to the bottom of the mystery that surrounds these curious artifacts.
1: And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Aliens Explored, your weekly look at those mysterious skies, outer limits, uh, undersea back smoky back rooms wherever i'm one of your hosts neil kelly and i'm your other host Stu jackson uh, how you doing neil you've been
0: feeling a bit under the weather
1: lately haven't you i have yeah i had um i think a, a bit of food poisoning last week which uh, put me in hospital on a drip and um also had my covid jab which left me feeling a bit a bit rough the last couple of days so uh so yeah um if you have your COVID jab, usually any jab like that, COVID or flu, they'll ask you, are you left-handed or right-handed, and recommend that um, the jab goes in your, your not your main arm, but your other arm. Actually, what you need to think about, this is my top tip, think about the side you sleep on, because if you have the COVID jab, your arm will be sore. If you sleep on your left side, don't have it in your left arm. Um, yeah. Follow me for more tips or life hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. Good advice.
0: Did you have your flu jab at the same time? No, I've got that.
1: Um, I've got to go somewhere else for that. But uh, yeah, that's in right the next week. I think. I've done
0: it the other way round. I had my flu jab on Saturday, so I've got to.
1: Okay. Uh, need
0: to book in for my COVID jab. But well, you
1: um, know, neither of us are spring chickens. We're both vulnerable adults, yeah. we've got to look after that's ourselves. That's
0: it. We're getting we're getting pretty ancient, and uh, speaking of ancient, that segues very <laughs> nicely onto today's topic because we're looking at uh,
1: allegedly ancient artifacts, uh, specifically the crystal skulls. The crystal skulls, yeah. So, why are we talking about crystal skulls, Stu? What do they got so, to do with um, our, our... the? The theory goes that
0: uh, these are pre-Columbian Mesoamerican skull. In, in particular, um, mm. the, the most famous of these is the Mitchell Hedges skull, um, a skull that was found by someone called Mitchell Hedges, uh, Anna Mitchell Hedges, back in the nineteen forties. Okay. Um, yeah, the, these are sp- allegedly they're, they're sort of they're human-sized skulls. Made out of crystal, as you would expect for crystal skulls. This has nothing to do with the Indiana Jones movie, which was just tripe, by the way.
1: Um, yeah, so <laughs> the I don't, these I don't skulls... think Indiana Jones is meant to be a serious look at any anything, <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably not. But that was the worst of the move Indiana mm-hmm. Jones movies by a long shot, anyway. We're not doing a movie review, um. Yeah. So yeah, the, these are th- there's a handful of these uh, original skulls that were claimed to have been found um, either in clear quartz or or a milky white quartz, and absolutely perfect throughout. So, so even though, like I say, a- allegedly ancient, um, showing no signs of kind of hand tools chip them out or anything like that so it has been theorized that only an advanced technology could have actually made them and a lot of people put that together of course with um the the ancient alien theory that uh, you know we've been visited and uh, throughout throughout the ages by aliens who have left little indicators here and there for us to follow the breadcrumbs on, and this might be one of them. Um Schools that,
1: yeah. No, I, I, I knew as to how they could have I, been made back some, then. I, I knew someone who was into into crystal skulls. She was she was often on about them. It was a writers group I belonged to, and then one day, one day we turned up, and she had all she'd brought all these skulls with her, about um, mm-hmm. maybe half a dozen or, or more. Um, all different shapes and sizes. I don't think she actually had a life size, a human-sized one. She might no, have had that one. No, that wouldn't but have most, been the original one. Most ones, of them, obviously. Most um, of them are, are significantly sort of um, this yes. kind of now, size. In, you know. that's
0: it. That, that's one of the larger ones that you you often see. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, um, uh, you've, you've touched on an interesting point here that a lot of people claim about these these skulls um and i'm saying this as someone who uh who who believes in crystal healing crystal therapies uh, okay. a lot of people say that these particular these crystal skulls have healing or 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 mystical properties and energies to them um especially these originals that were found but uh but you go to you go to any sort of um, New Age crystal shop. They're, they'll have they'll have shelves dedicated to. Oh yeah, they're, they're uh, on mass. All different
1: sizes. What was that? Okay. right? they're produced on mass, aren't they? I mean, they've, they've got, there's yes. a number of them in the British Museum and the Smithsonian Institute. Um, on closer examination, they revealed markings that they could only have been made with modern carving implements. So they reckon that well, they were made sometime in the mid to late eighteen hundreds. Um, well, this that, is the uh, claim that they they the
0: so there, there have been a lot of fakes that have been made since the original uh, was found. Um, the earliest known uh, is actually at the British Museum. Uh, it was found in eighteen eighty one or okay. it was presented to the British Museum in 1881. I don't know anything about its, its uh, provenance, though. Um, um, nobody seems to.
1: What the, the British Museum um, pinpointed the manufacture of most of the skulls to an area of Germany famous for manufacturing intricate quartz and crystal designs in the late 19th century... Mm -hmm. The crystal is said to be found in Brazil or Madagascar. Um, Its examinations, and it says, and this is from National Geographic, and the fact that no such skull has ever been uncovered as an official archaeological excavation led the British Museum to extrapolate that all of the famed crystal skulls are likely fakes. So is this someone, are we saying that, yeah, no one's ever found one as an official excavation, but someone has turned up with a thing that they're claiming came from their excavation or. So, yeah, yes, you weren't that, there, that but that I found this be, thing.
0: That would be accurate. Um, hmm. However, you, you've got to also bear in mind the way, particularly in the 1800s, that um, archaeological excavations were. They weren't, that; none of them were ever official. They were basically <laughs> looters. There there were Tomb Raiders, um, not in the Lara Croft vein, but (laughs) you know, um, there's there's oh one chat I've forgotten his name now, Hmm. Um, but he he was like he was he was famous as an Egyptian um, archaeologist for made huge massive discoveries. Hmm. This is this is pre Carter (laughs) days. Uh, so mm. pre Tutankhamun, and the way he, the so this guy was was oh I've forgotten his name and it's really irritating. But he and no he was an ex circus strongman. That was kind of <laughs> how right. he made his name and his
1: money. Did he have a big um, moustache and a, a bald he head did, and
0: a great big bushy beard? Yeah, <laughs> he certainly <laughs> did. Um and, you know, his his way of getting into these ancient Egyptian tombs was the way all archaeologists got into those ancient Egyptian tombs was with dynamite. Mm. They'd come across a tomb door and they would blow the bloody doors off. <coughs> um, you know, now, obviously, that's... That, that that's how archaeology was back in those days. You you'd have basically these tomb robbers going in, finding lots of like nice things that that they hadn't destroyed, showing no no care for their surroundings, grabbing as much as possible and then taking it back to the British Museum and selling it to them.
1: So so when was this? Was this nineteenth century? That was yeah yeah in the eighteenth century. Yes yes. I well, suppose dynamite um, only became available in late eighteen hundreds, didn't it? I think.
0: I'm saying dynamite explosives, you know. Yeah. Um, but they did used to use explosives to get into tombs. Mm. Um Yeah. No, no care was taken or anything like that.
1: And of course, it's it's colonialism, isn't it? It's um, you know, Egypt was under under British rule. Mm-hmm. I think it was, wasn't it, at that time. Don't know when it came. Um, when it would...
0: Probably. <laughs> I
1: I it was, my history I mean, on just...
0: that is is, uh, but I'm I'm using that as an example because obviously we're talking about um, Mexican or, or hmm. uh, Mesoamerican. Uh,
1: oh, we're say. we're talking about um Mexican pyramids. Or uh, tubes, well, uh, not
0: necessarily pyramids, um, but but Mesoamerican archaeological okay. sites that it was claimed. These skulls came from. So yeah, so the, so so my point with all of this, I've kind of gone mm. a little bit rambly here, but m- my point is that where the British Museum say, "Well, there are no official records of the archaeological site," no, there wouldn't be because people didn't take official. Very occasionally, the British Museum would organise their own dig, and yes, they'd have records of that, of course, but and, that and was maybe, very very maybe rare. Maybe even almost then all they, digs were
1: maybe even then they w- they wouldn't want to admit to it that, uh, yeah <laughs> we we' we've, we've, we've someone brought us these interesting artifacts we're gonna they're yeah. gonna just dis- no one's claimed ownership, so we're gonna display them in our museum
0: yeah yeah
1: um, so so
0: yeah, I get the point you know, yes though you know there's no official record of where it came from no but but yeah, there just wouldn't be um yeah. Okay. I mean, going back on the, the Egyptian side of things, just as a, an interesting... So my, my ex was was an Egyptian archaeologist, so that's how I, I know okay. quite a lot of this stuff. Um, but back around that time as well, um, mummies were bought and sold to the general public. And in fact, the, the Victorians used to have mummy unwrapping parties where they would buy an <laughs> Egyptian mummy... And get all the friends round and like have a few drinks and do uh, it was all jolly and they would unwrap the mummy. Wow. yeah, um, a lot of lot of people. In fact, back then, sort obviously we're talking the very wealthy
1: elite. Uh, was was that in Victorian times? I mean, I know there was a, yeah. a fascination for all things Egyptian in the nineteen twenties, after the discovery of Tutankhamun's tomb. Um, I know. I know. People had Egyptian themed parties then, and there were all sorts of, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, Valentino and Narayev and all sorts of, <laughs> playing these Egyptian yeah. romantic heroes.
0: But the huge, very... like we're talking hundreds and hundreds of of mummies, utterly destroyed, uh, and not just mm. human mummies. Like, like, but yeah, they, they used to, like have mummies as decoration like standing up in the corner of a room that's why a lot of them uh now to this day are like you know they're, they're damaged at the knees because of the weight they're not obviously not designed to be stood up and that's how they mm. they kept them um but not just human uh, mummy um a lot of cats were mummified oh yeah as well yeah and um yeah just hundreds and hundreds of these things utterly destroyed um Cause that's how people work. So yes. Yeah, so with these crystal skulls, yeah, the fact that they don't have an official record of, that like, came from it didn't come mm. from an official
1: dig. There basically weren't official digs back then. So, mm. I, I mean, yeah. this this National Geographic article says. Uh, the fact remains that no one knows for sure who made these skulls and when. And since there is currently no way to accurately determine the age of such inorganic objects, mm-hmm. the mystery would like to... Is that true, that they can't determine the age? I thought they were bringing back lumps of an asteroid that they could tell was 4.6 billion years old or something like that. I mean, that when they say accurate, they mean yeah, within a, a million or a billion years. Well, um, you've got carbon dating... Mm. Um, which is
0: probably—I mean, it's not that accurate, but it is probably the most accurate. And can um, you do
1: that with minerals? Can you do that with a, a rock or a crystal?
0: You can, but all it will tell you in in the case of one of these crystals, because is how old the original crystal was. Yeah, it won't tell you at what time, what, what date it was formed. No. So you can what, get a what date know, someone get, carved it into a skull. You, you can go out tomorrow, Neil, and buy Janet a, a beautiful diamond ring. Um, mm. You have my permission now. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but you can go out and do that, right, and have the 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 diamond carbon dated. And it won't tell you what date it was mined. It won't tell you what date it was cut. It'll tell you what date it was formed originally. Mm. Okay. So, yeah.
1: But so you can do that with the diamond
0: Okay. Yeah, you can do that with with the crystal skulls, but it yeah, mm. again it won't tell you what date they were created in or what date they were they were cut basically.
1: Right. So, why are we talking about crystal skulls on a show about UFOs? And alien a lot of people artifacts. have made
0: huge associations between the two um that they say that that the the, the theory is that Extraterrestrials have visited and influenced cultures all over the world, particularly Mesoamerican cultures, and yeah, that they have created or formed or tooled or machined or whatever, these crystal skulls, uh, and left them as a kind of footprint in the sand. Of so their being here.
1: When we say Mesoamerican, we're talking, is that the Aztecs, the Incas, the Mayas, that, that those civilizations? Yes. That that sort of collective. Um, um, and we know that, that skulls feature prominently in their in their culture with them, for instance the Mexican Day of the Dead. They have lots mm-hmm. of uh <laughs> they dance around with huge papier-mâché skulls. That's uh um, muerte, isn't it? So the uh, Dia del Muerte, yeah. Dear, dear, uh, damn dear winter. Yeah, yeah. Day of, <laughs> the day of the dead. Yeah, what is well, yeah, yeah.
0: um, Human sacrifice is talked about a lot uh with Mesoamerican cultures as well. And yeah, schools mm. were were had a, a definitely a significance and an importance. No two ways about mm. that. So, they were left with a
1: left with a pile of them after a day of sacrificing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. I mean, are there any skulls that are shaped in a strange way that look like ET or uh, an alien grey? Or no, I suppose, it, I suppose you could make one any shape you
0: want, couldn't you? Really, if you wanted to make and, a skull. And indeed, people do. So there are there are crystals that are made. I say made, worked. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to use the word "made" as a shorthand for hmm. for. for creating these things um yes you do go like again you go into these crystal shops and yes they'll have like human shaped skulls and they'll have alien gray shaped skulls um you know et shaped skulls whatever hmm. uh that's an affectation this is why i get irritated with like indiana jones um is it's just like that's just made up bollocks. Um no the the It's <laughs> not original... Indiana
1: Jones made up bollocks. I mean the the Lost Ark of <laughs> the Covenant and all this. Actually that that's my problem with, with, with Indiana Jones. I remember going to watch the first one, the the Raiders of the Lost Ark in, in the mm-hmm. in the cinema. And I thought, wow that was, you know, a real sort of crash bang, exciting adventure, a real sort of an old fashioned kind of action movie. And then it was only later I thought, "Wait a minute, when you look at what happened in that movie, the Nazis went looking for the 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 Ark of the Covenant. They found it, mm-hmm. they opened it, and presumably because they're evil or whatever, it killed them and Indiana Jones, well, he might as well have stayed home in bed. I mean yeah, he he hampered them on their yes. way to to find it, but essentially, he had no agency in the in the outcome. And then the second Indiana Jones movie came out a couple of years later which was quite panned by the critics. I think it's it's since been people people have rehabilitated it. They said, well, it's actually not that bad or it's so bad it's good or whatever but uh, it really Yeah, is so bad. it kind of turned <laughs> me off the whole Indiana Jones thing anyway. And of course I lament the um the rise of, of the infantilization of 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 cinema since the early 1980s. But, okay, uh,
0: so but so I keep I yeah. do keep referring to Indiana Jones and I'm saying that like, but it's made mm. up nonsense okay with crystal skull so I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify what I'm saying. I'm gonna put the mm. the second Indiana Jones movie to one side because that wasn't about or as I recall it wasn't about like a specific um archaeological find. But no. the first movie was about the Ark of the Covenant, mm. which a lot of people have They've, they claim is a real thing mm. it, it's certainly referred to in a lot of documents mm. the third movie is about the Holy Grail which again yes. is allegedly a real item mm. the most recent movie um, is about the Antikythera that's going to be something we'll be discussing at some point so just warning you <laughs> on that one Um Which okay, the the way they present the Antikythera is is completely and utterly wrong. But it is a real thing. It's a Mm. thing that has been found. The crystal skulls thing, yes, crystal skulls are real, but they're not alien shaped, and they're certainly not magnetic. And yeah, it's uh, it's it's a complete it's a bastardization of a real thing. Whereas the Um, others are
1: more elaborating
0: on a real thing.
1: Joshua Shapiro, the co-author of Mysteries of the Crystal Skulls Revealed, um, cites claims of healings and expanded psychic abilities from people who have been in the presence of such skulls. He said, quote, We believe the crystal skulls are a form of computer which are able to record energy and vibration that occur all around them. The skull will pictorially replay all events or images... Of the people who have come into contact with them, i.e., they contain the history of our world. Well, very. So that's quite a big assumption, I would say. That's quite, yeah, um, <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, from from, from the viewpoint from everything in our world that happened within ten feet of them. Hmm. I mean, I, I mean,
0: so I like I say, I'm someone who who believes in the healing powers of of certain crystals um mm. and when you think that you know of course we use it like scientific in, in technology today all the time mm. um for channeling certain energies well why not other kinds of energies as well um mm. that that's you know yeah i'm not going to go too too far into my personal theories on all that but it, it's know, kind of new uh,
1: age stuff. I mean, when I was first diagnosed with diabetes, there were all manner of people who say, "Oh well, no, you don't need to inject insulin. You can just—I've got this special diet you can follow, or I've got this, or here's this amber crystal. Wear this round your neck on a chain, and you know, your diabetes will go away. No, it fucking won't. You know, it's a—you <laughs> uh, know—it's uh, so you're aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it not amber. <laughs> yeah but you're not you're not um you're not using that instead of medication instead of no, uh, in, no. injecting the hormone that my body can't, can no longer produce on its own um yeah i just have to inject that hormone there's the, the a, a crystal can but well, i I, mean, I don't maybe it's because i don't believe but um well Interesting.
0: You should so. I said I wasn't going to go down this. Right, we're Mm. we're clearly going right down this (laughs) rabbit hole. So my personal thing. I'm going to give you a real Cliff Notes, short version of it. Is that in fact it's not the crystal themselves. I believe in the power of the human mind. Um, You know, that that's where the power is. Um, And things like crystal healings, or you know, people Mm. talk about candle magic and certain symbols having. You know, mystical. Product. I think it's just a way of focusing our unconscious mind to channel energies, personally. Um, anyway, and
1: the mind well, let's can. not go too far down this rabbit hole. No, the, the mind has great power. The, the right attitude yes, can does. do a lot. Um, there have been tests that have proven that um, neurofen, which is an ibuprofen based medicine, mm-hmm. um, which costs far, far more than a packet of generic uro- neurofen in the chemists. It it costs ten times as much, Um, but they've they've shown that people get better outcomes from it because they buy this neurofen and say, "Well, this is targeted to to uh, to fix your joint pain or your back pain or whatever," and it's just new. It's just ibuprofen, but people actually do get better outcomes from it because they. A lot of it is the placebo effect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't underestimate the placebo effect. So anyway, so yes coming back onto the topic you're absolutely right, a lot of people do claim that, like I say that these skulls do have healing properties or mystical Hmm. aspects to them Um, none of which can be proved in a scientific um, proved in a lab one way
1: or the other uh, of course with our current level of knowledge with our our
0: current level of technology
1: yeah yeah there's, there's yeah. maybe energy coming from them that we 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 don't have the uh, the technology to to pick up. So yes. I still want to talk about the um the extraterrestrial aspect yeah. of them. Yeah. Well that
0: I mean it's no more and no less than what I've just said which is that peop- some people believe that extraterrestrials created these things because the technology wasn't available to humans at that
1: time, at so the so time they were okay. made. So there are some of these um, skulls. It's worth
0: noting as well, that, like I said, the most famous one is the Mitchell Hedges skull, um, which was found in 1942. Hmm. Um, and Where was it found? One that so? makes that qu- quite different from... The one, the the eighteen eighty one one in the British Museum, is the Mitchell Hedger skull has a movable jaw. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's obviously it's two pieces of crystal together, but yeah, mm. the jaw is actually movable, whereas in the eighteen
1: eighty one uh, skull, it's all one piece. And with the eighteen eighty one skull, they can say, well, yeah, we know. All right, we can carbon date the crystal, as you said, and. And we can tell, but I suppose to put it under a microscope. We can tell what kinds of tools we use to make this, and when those tools would have been available. But um, with this skull that was found in nineteen forty-two, are they saying? You know, do they have a skull where they say, well, actually, um, we don't have any tools that could carve this in this way? Is so that that? is
0: a an excellent question so this yeah the mitchell hedger skull Um it's also for our for our listeners uh benefit it's also known as the crystal skull of lubantum uh, which is allegedly where it was found where's uh, lubantum they sorry they
1: do know L- lubantum lubantum where where is lubantum. that sounds african
0: uh i've no idea Lub- okay <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, Obviously, they have looked at that under uh, a high-powered microscope and they can tell it was worked with high-speed metal tools and also with diamond. Okay. So, do you know what? We've we've hit that point in the show when we like to sum up where we are with these things. Um, So these skulls... What do you reckon? You 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 seem pretty convinced that yes, extraterrestrials came down, made these things buggered off again. <laughs> of course, is that about <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> you know? Let's travel billions of light years across the galaxy to, uh, yeah, to deliver these these little um, ornaments, and then we'll fuck off again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so go on, What what do you think? What's your theory on them?
1: I mean, I know that in certain Latin American cultures, um, skulls are very important. I can see where crystal skulls come from. There was a, yeah, you know, fascination in the in the nineteenth century. I know people who still, well, I used to know someone who, who swore by them now and claimed all sorts of healing powers. I'm, I'm sceptical about it. I have to say, I think they they've been they're nice to look at. They, they're nice to handle. But um, yeah, I'm not sure that it goes beyond that. Really, I'd like one on my mantelpiece, and if it's doing me any good <laughs> uh, by being on my mantelpiece, well, that's that's a bonus, isn't it? But uh, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't take it any further than that.
0: Well, you would want to make sure that it was in that your mantelpiece is in the right place of the room because you want to incorporate your feng shui. You have
1: to I incorporate also feng, feng shui. Feng shui yeah. has a role to play in this, isn't it? Right. Well, okay. I'm
0: I'm sick because I also I also do feng shui uh, as well as crystal healing. But, um, but yes, having it, I'm yeah. thinking about your. For for our listeners who don't house, know
1: f- feng shui, that's moving your furniture around, isn't it? That's um, fixing uh, your life, fixing your problems <laughs> by moving your furniture around. Not but your in, mantelpiece is something you can't move. Entirely. You can only you can only move the room around in relation to the mantelpiece. Can't you? The mantelpiece no. is in your a property.
0: Fixed, uh, your property is divided up into different quadrants, and each quadrant means a different area of your life. So, for example, there's one quadrant that equals kind of financial success. Um, there's one that equates to your health and and things like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Um, okay, so you're not convinced. No, you're not convinced. That's your no. that's your update. Well. This might not surprise you. It might surprise you. I don't know. <laughs> might surprise our listeners. I'm, I honestly think they're all fakes. I, I mean, not fakes, yeah. but um, modern creations. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I think. think any of them are ancient. Um, what you know, when I was saying like about well, the way archaeologists used to do it, you know, they used to blow shit up. I mean, which they absolutely hmm. did. But people also used to create a lot of fakes. Hmm. That was a common thing to do back then. So, yeah, um, I I think this was just something that was... I think Anna Mitchell Hedges um, either saw the one in the British Museum and had a different one recreated, or somebody scammed her, or, you know, Hmm. it's going to be impossible to tell. But, yeah, I think we're looking at modern creations here crystals themselves well i do believe in crystals having certain properties to could well be as you said earlier a placebo effect but that would be why some people experience effects from crystal skulls because they hmm. believe it yeah. um, but there we go that's what i think is yeah nothing to do with aliens at all but a lot of people do make that connection, so I thought it was a worthy topic for the
1: podcast. we got to cover all um, the bases.
0: That's it, that's it. So, uh, But listeners, let us know what you think about the Crystal skulls. Are we completely way off the mark here? Is there something magical, mystical, supernatural, extraterrestrial to them that we've completely missed? Or are you on the same page as us that... Um,
1: nah. <laughs> or or do you do you own a crystal skull is there is there one sat on your mandel piece that's that's currently doing you good or or which has cursed you <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps.
0: Do let us know that. Definitely let us know exactly what you think and you can do so by emailing us aliensexplored at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and whilst we're at it, do give us a quick like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, We definitely appreciate that. Uh, and uh, if you are one of our Patreon subscribers for the low price of £2 British a month then you get exclusive access to our Discord server as well so uh, maybe have a a look and a think about that one join us next time though when we'll be looking at uh, another interesting theory, uh, the legend that is the Mothman so Mm. you don't want to miss that one We definitely Uh, don't. In the the (laughs) meantime, keep watching out for these archaeological digs and items that come out of them because you never know, something might be of interest.
1: And of course, keep watching the skies. Catch you next time. Catch you next time. Bye -bye. Bye bye. Aliens Explored is a Fecal Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter or Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit us on AliensExplored.com.